0: Okay, welcome to the podcast. If you have a Bible with you, let's go to Acts chapter 9. I'm reading from the ESV for those of you that are interested in the translation, the English Standard Version. Acts chapter 9, we're going to start from 1 and we're going to go down to about 9. Yeah, from verse 1 to 9. So it's a bit of a lengthy read, but I believe that it's It's pertinent for what I'm going to reveal to you today, what God has revealed to me through this word. All right, so here's the reading. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now, as he went on his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city. And you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. So we're reading from Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 9. And we're talking about Saul's Damascus Road experience. Now, for some of you that know the story, Saul was a terrorist in biblical times. Now, when I say terrorist, although he was part of the clergy, he was um, part of the high priest circles. He terrorized children of the way. Those were believers of Jesus Christ. Okay. So, some points to consider just on the outset of this teaching is Saul was a devout Jew. He wasn't a random stranger. He wasn't somebody that just hated church. He was a devout Jew, followed the law, studied. He was known as an intellectual of his day. All right? He was religious, educated, brilliant. And to him, he was protecting. Get this: the will of God, carrying out the will of God. What he thought was the will of God is what he was doing. He knew in his heart. This is Saul. He knows I'm right. I don't know who these children of the way are, but I'm right. That's what Saul represents. Okay, Just keep that in the back of your mind. Now, right at the beginning of the of the scripture reading. We see that Saul went to the temple and got letters from the high priest. He got letters from the high priest to persecute anybody who was part of the way. So that tells me that Saul's mission was ordained by his church. I'm going to say that again. Saul's mission was ordained by his church. Now Saul was on his way to Damascus. You read it in the text. He's on his way to Damascus and he has this encounter with God. It's a bright light. He hears a voice. He gets blinded and he needs help along the way from where he has his encounter on his way to Damascus. Now here's a few things that we can learn from Just the beginning of this. The road to Damascus will leave you visionless until you get to Damascus and see a man. If you read further down in the text from verse 10, now there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Rise and go to the street called Straight. And at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he is praying and he has seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in, lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. Now, God has already spoken to Ananias. Ananias already knows who Saul is. Remember, Saul is a terrorist. So Christians are extremely afraid of this character named Saul. So now when Saul has his encounter, he becomes blind. And that just tells me that God takes away his vision. God leaves Saul visionless in this moment. It will leave you reliant on the people around you. When Saul becomes blind, he hits the floor. Okay? He hits the floor, and then he gets up, he opens his eyes, and there's nothing. He sees nobody. He does not see anything except black. He's blind. God has completely taken away his vision. So now he becomes dependent on the people that he is walking with. All right, so i got to say this here. The people that you're surrounding yourself with on a mission— You better make sure that those people are willing to help you when you lose your vision. They may not experience the same thing as you, but will help you just because of your relationship with them. Now Saul said, what must I do? Jesus told him to go into Damascus and there he will be told what to do. I've got to say this again. Saul said to God, what must I do? Because now his vision gets taken away. Jesus tells him to keep going into Damascus, the place that you set out to go anyway, I want you to go there. And there you will be told what you need to do. This just tells me that the direction that God has given to you, that God has given to Saul here in this instance, doesn't change He had to go where he planned to go all along. And I believe that God is telling us something through this. You've had a vision for your life. You know where you want to go. You've got goals. You've set certain standards. And God is saying, listen, it's great. I see your enthusiasm. I see where you're headed. But I just want to change your purpose a little bit. I'm going to take away why you think you should go there. And I'm going to tell you why I need you there. I'm going to let that sink in. Where have you planned to go that you have suddenly become visionless? What did you plan to do for God that suddenly left you blind? When you get blinded, ended up with no vision, get some trustworthy people to help you and go where you plan to go anyway. When you get there, And you see a man by the name of Ananias, your eyes will be opened and your purpose will be revealed. That's the whole point here. Is that God never changes who Saul is. God reveals his vision through Ananias to Saul. But Saul stays the same. His purpose changes. The fire in Saul stays the same. His purpose changes. He goes to Damascus with the intention to kill Christians. But he leaves Damascus now with the intention to proclaim Jesus. You see that? Ananias was a devout man of God. So I made this point, more of you, less of me. More of you, less of me. Now, I used to pray this, but God said to me that I made you perfect. I want you to use who I made you to be to reflect me. So I'm going to end with this. Saul's direction never changes. The essence of who Saul is never changes. His passion never changes. Who he is never changes. Continue on your way to Damascus so that you can find the purpose that God is sending you to Damascus for. I pray that this blesses you. I pray that you're encouraged by these few words. Until the next one, God bless you.